Hello, podcast family, and welcome back to Ordinary People, Extraordinary Lives. My name is Lance Bain, and it's great to have you with me today. Welcome to episode number 103, our little podcast designed to help us experience the grace of God while living, leading, and overcoming those everyday challenges that we face. Hey, if you want to know more about me, check out LanceBain.com. You can also communicate with me through the website. You can also get a copy of today's handwritten show notes, as well as listen to many other podcasts and check out many of the resources that are on the website. I'm so glad that you are with me today. We've got a good podcast for us today. We're going to be talking about some significant issues today on episode 103. I'm so glad you're with me. I am grateful for my faithful listeners. I love that we take time to spend together each week. And if you are new to the Ordinary People Extraordinary Lives podcast, from the deepest part of my heart, thank you so much for being with us today. Hey, today I want to talk about when leaders need help. That's the topic of today's podcast, when leaders need help. It's too often that high-profile leaders have some sort of crisis and some sort of failure of some kind that causes a great disruption in the area of their leadership. Their followers are hurt, their families are hurt, the leader themselves are in pain or doing something unhealthy, immoral, sinful, destructive. And within the last couple of weeks, we have experienced another one of those kinds of headlines. I'm not going to go into the salacious details today. That's not important. But I recognize that when we sit within the shadows of celebrity leaders or celebrity Christian leaders who experience some sort of moral failure and are being released or fired from their position, then it reinforces for me and hopefully for you, leaders need help. Leaders are not immune to the temptations and the struggles. And so when leaders need help, what kind of help is it that we need? I was thinking earlier today that I need to make sure that I do not judge my success by the more that we may be accomplishing, but by the well done of those that we are serving. Can I say that again? We need to make sure that we don't judge our success by the more that we are accomplishing, more experiences, more profit, more da 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 da. You know the drill rather than we define and judge our success based upon the well done of those that we are serving. As a Christian leader, one who leads in a local Christian context, I don't want to judge my success by more numbers or more people or more experiences. I want to judge my success by on hearing Jesus Christ say to me, Lance, well done, my good and faithful servant. So let's talk about today when leaders need help because leaders realize they need help and often when they realize they need help it's too late it's 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 very late into the game i won't say it's 
absolutely too late, but it is almost too late because they're dangerously close. We as leaders are dangerously close to the edge. In 2011, I battled my own sense of depression and unhealthy ways of self-medicating my pain. If you want to know more about that, you can go to my website, click Messages, and look for the series that I did with Dr. Myra Mathis Uwanago back in March, uh, February and March of 2020, when we did a series on mental health. And in week one of that four-week series, I go into greater detail about my own struggle in 2011 with depression and self-medicating pain. I was a leader in 2011, but more than leaders, we're humans, and we struggle, and we face temptations, and we don't always manage that well. So today, we're talking about when leaders need help. You know, when I think about my situation in 2011, I, um, there were a number of factors you know, going on in my life, some family issues, some health crisis, some things from my past that I probably hadn't fully dealt with, combined with working and leading in an environment that valued hope and breakthrough and triumph so passionately. I mean, those values were at the forefront of our culture and our environment that while I esteemed those values, espoused those values, agreed with those values, those values were also very haunting because those values would reinforce in my own heart and in my own thinking, my own sense of failure. And so I reached out to a friend who was a therapist and said, hey, I need help. I'm beginning to self-medicate my pain, my failure, my shame, my boredom, my un, my lack of vision, my, my, my sense of where's my life going. Uh, began, began to medicate that. And that, uh, 2011, I was in my early 40s. And I didn't really enjoy turning 40. There's a whole mental and emotional reality to that. So I experienced a convergence of many circumstances and many situations that were all sort of creating for me this perfect storm, <clears throat> excuse me, this perfect storm of pain in my life and not knowing how to deal with it. And so like many of us, you self-medicate. And the difference between <clears throat> myself and some of these leaders and maybe between you and some of these high-profile leaders is that we weren't caught. We weren't, no one recognized that we were drinking too much or uh, binging too much or looking at pornography too much or falling into depression and isolation too much or we were uh, falling into materialism thinking that another purchase, another thing, another gadget would somehow satisfy. And it doesn't. Beloved, leaders have needs, and it's very important that we identify what those needs are and admit that we have needs, identify what the needs are, come up with a plan, a healthy plan for how you're going to help meet those needs because we need one another. We need healthy leaders. We need healthy legacy. Healthy leaders create healthy legacy. 
And so this is what we need. So my story today, this podcast today, is both birthed part out of my own history, my own overcoming struggles, as well as it is a bit of a reaction and a provoking from what has been in the headlines in the recent weeks where another high-profile Christian leader has been caught up in the snares of moral failure and has been released from their job. And I'm sad for that individual. I'm sad for that individual's family. And I am sad for the thousands of people that are both negatively affected by this man's witness. And I'm also affected by how his faith is going to be judged as shallow and fake because of this moral failure. Our faith is not suffering proof and our faith is not failure proof. Our our faith is given to us that we overcome failure and struggle in wrestling with these things. So what are the leads what are the needs that a leader has? Well the first and if you look at the diagram on the on the show notes, you're gonna see a triangle there with four triangles within it. And I identify triangle number one as a pastoral need, a pastoral need. A pastoral need is about emotional health. This is about a place where you can share your struggles, what you don't talk out, you act out, what you don't feel, you can't heal. What you don't talk out, you act out. What you refuse to feel, you refuse to heal. Having a pastoral need and acknowledging that need is a sign of strength. It is a sign of humility. It is a sign of honesty. It is, my friends, the first step and the most important step towards actually developing emotional health. And so you want to find a person or persons who can care for you, who can coach you by asking you great questions and being a great listener and providing feedback and mirroring what you're saying, not just the content, but your emotions. Friends, I cannot overstipulate and over-exaggerate how important that is. A pastoral friend who can contribute to your life, who can challenge you when you are making unhealthy choices, you're choosing to be passive in the place of your vision. You need a pastoral friend who can celebrate you. See, a pastoral need is not a need of weakness. It is a need of meekness. It is saying that I have strength, but in order to temper that strength and not believe that I've become Superman as a leader and that nothing can harm me or hurt me, rather than having a pastoral admission as weakness, you recognize that pastoral admission as a need is meekness. This is actually how we temper the strength and we anchor it into the kind of relationships, friend, that are going to help you develop emotional health. Now, for me, I have a few friends within my organization that I can share with. I have friends outside my organization that I can share with. I also am intentional about podcasts, books, and articles that I read that help me uh, exercise emotional health and certain practices in my own lifestyle, such as a life of prayer a life of meditation upon the Bible, uh, practicing moments of rest or Sabbath as well. So, friends, I don't know what you're leading today. You're a leader of just your family and your marriage, or maybe you're a leader in an organization or some kind of volunteer leader. But you need a pastoral need, and you need to find someone or something that can help you in that area. 
Okay, here's need number two. It is a discipler. Not only do I need a past, have a pastoral need, I have a discipling need. Now, this need is all about spiritual growth. And it's about learning to, where pastoral care is about care and support and emotional health and growth so that you are a strong, emotionally healthy person. You, you can't be, Pete Scazzaro says on his Emotionally Healthy podcast, he said, you can't be spiritually mature and emotionally, emotionally immature at the same time. You can't be spiritually mature, but emotionally immature at the same time. And so spirit, emotional maturity is the pastoral need. Well, discipling is the spiritual maturity. It is about caring for your spiritual growth. It's about someone who cares about what God's saying to you. It's someone who cares about what you're gleaning from the Bible. It's someone who cares about how you are growing spiritually in the place of suffering, in the place of success. In either scenario, you're anchored in humility with a vision and you're growing. You want someone that can coach you through that. Again, asking us great questions, being wonderful, mirror, listening uh, friends who can mirror back to us, not just the content of what they're hearing, but the emotions that they're hearing. And friends, I just <laughs> I just can't overstate the power of listening. You might be interested in Oscar Tremboli's great book, Deep Listening. It's available on some of the major book providers. Simple, simple, small read, profound in its ability to help us be great listeners. And the healing and the encouragement and the vision and the life that is found in a friendship where someone listens. I, <laughs> I can't overstate, obviously you hear it in my voice, the passion for this subject. Well, you want a coach who's a discipler for you, who's taking interest in asking great questions and being a great listener in your spiritual growth. And they're contributing to that. Words of wisdom, words of knowledge, biblical insight, biblical revelation. Um, they're contributing through articles and history and experiences. They're also challenging you to rise up, to stop doing that, to pick up this thing, to grow and to go for it. And they're celebrating you. You're going to find these five C's show up a lot in our podcast. Care, coach, contribute, challenge, and celebrate. You want that for the pastoral need. You also want it for your discipling need. If you are a leader, you have a pastoral need. If you are a leader, you have a discipling need. Pastoral need is for emotional growth, and a discipling need is for your spiritual growth as well. Okay, I hope you're looking at that diagram on the handwritten show notes today because the first paragraph is a first triangle I'm sorry is a pastoral need the second triangle is the discipler need the third triangle is a leader slash mentor need now you might be asking um, isn't the pastoral need a leader thing isn't that already leadership or discipler is it that already leadership mentoring Absolutely. These things really cross over into each other. They dovetail together. So it's often very difficult to know one is the other. So while I'm talking about these in three distinct categories and three distinct areas, they often bleed and blend together. What I mean by the leader mentor need is someone that can help you with relational stewardship. So pastoral need, emotional health, discipler need, spiritual growth, Leader, mentor, relational stewardship. The 
best leaders are often relational leaders. Now they have boundaries and there's clear lines about their relationship. We talked about that some in the previous podcast where we talked about loving like a father, speaking like a colleague last week in our Two Motivations podcast. We talked about seeing the best in others in episode 101. So we often talk about where leaders need healthy boundaries in place. You need, as a leader, a leader. Leaders need to be led. Leaders need mentoring. Leaders need spiritual coaching. Leaders need pastoral care. And your need for a leader mentor will help you manage and steward your relational equity. Again, friends, you need someone that will care for you as a leader. They recognize that you have influence. They recognize that you have positional authority, positional responsibility, and they care about you in that way. They want to see you successful. And so they coach, they ask good questions, they're fantastic listeners, they mirror the content of your words, and they mirror the emotions of your heart to help us navigate that. And that's their wonderful contribution to our lives. They're a leader of leaders. They are leading leaders. They are mentoring leaders. And they know that great leaders who are worth their salt, that will leave the kind of legacy that makes corporate impact, generational impact, is the kind of leader that can humble themselves and be led. And so you need someone to care for you and to coach you in that. You need someone to contribute to your leadership. Again, through their own wisdom, their own experiences. They need to contribute through articles and podcasts and networking and providing for you a safe place to process the kind of leadership decisions. I have found that the pastoral need and the discipler need and the leader need isn't someone who has to have the same experience that I'm walking through. It usually needs to be a safe and trusted relationship that allows me to offload these things and then pick up the healthy things that are given to me as a gift from God through the relationship, through the friendship. So a leader, mentor, need care, coach, contribute, challenge you in the area of your leadership and celebrate you. Because this, while emotional leadership is about caring, emotional health is about caring and support, and discipler is about obedience and growth, The leader mentor is about integrity and influence, integrity and influence. Friends, I don't want you or I to become a statistic of another normal moral failure. I don't want you and I to burn out. I don't want you and I to damage our key relationships, our family. I don't want you and I to interject into our environment, disappointment, disillusionment, despair, through failure. Leaders have needs. And whether you believe me or not, today I know that you need a pastoral friend. Today you need a discipling friend. And today you need a leader mentor friend. And I would encourage you to find them and to find those relationships. Let those leaders know, hey, you're serving this purpose in my life. Thank you. Thank you for serving this purpose. Thank you for being this kind of friend. I want to see us finish well, friends, and I believe you and I can do it. Hey, I love you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of this podcast today. I can't wait to talk to you again next week on episode 104. I love you, everybody. Have a great week and go get those needs met. Talk to you soon.